1: Yeah, exactly. The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. You will find out what happened to Frankenstein and other stuff that never happened. You're freaking nerds. The Boogie Monster podcasting.
0: did it you just did it yeah oh man yeah these bug bombs you set off a bug bomb
1: rachel did like i told you it's like a war crime you see these spiders just limping out on whatever legs still work huh that's a big and it's like a big little it's like a little fatties yeah i was i really only grew up like it was always daddy long legs that's pretty much all we had yeah yeah you're from the south you had the you had the scary ones
0: yeah we had a lot of Granddaddy long legs but uh well, granddaddy long granddaddy legs. long legs, that's what we call them I don't know <laughs> you have I, to add even more we got that to. just
1: implies that there's even more spiders out there well they're grandfathers they, they migrate <laughs> south when they get old <laughs> yeah as Florida <laughs> as retiree retiree daddy that's the, you're implying there's three generations along there's just yeah. the long legs out there yeah yeah Longlegs like, Jr. That isn't, yeah, that longlegs, they're not interested in starting a family. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, but anyway, we did that. And so there's dead spiders everywhere. And there's a guy cutting down a, a beam hmm. over there. Yeah, there's always
0: random noises in this neighborhood.
1: That's what I was saying. There's ne- it's never a constant noise. It's always one mm-hmm. intrusive Home Improvement Project yeah. going on. Yeah,
0: a lot of road construction for such a small little side road.
1: Well, it's the, it's the hill, so they got all the sewers. Everything I, Everything here, you know, is put together all half-assed. Mm-hmm. Like, you think about how often, like, things get pushed through without permits, mm-hmm. but especially when there's money and it's showbiz. Like, man, nah, just get it done. Yeah. Man, nah, just get it done. Mm-hmm. Put it on the hillside. This house is on stilts.
0: I don't have any firsthand experience because I don't own anything, but uh, from what I hear, like... The permit process in L.A. is just insane. Like, if you own a home and you want to build a deck or build a guest house or something, like, it's just almost an act of Congress to get any of that shit approved. Oh, maybe that's
1: why they just tear them down and rebuild them. Yeah. If you got the money, baby.
0: Yeah. So what's going on with you, buddy?
1: Nothing. I can't remember what I did Friday.
0: Yeah? I
1: don't know.
0: You have no idea? Well, I was over here Friday. Yeah, you guys were here. Uh-huh. What'd you do after that? I don't know. You have no idea. Did you watch maybe- Deadwood? Probably. You had the you had the place yourself, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Rachel left and then you guys left and then it was a Friday night. Uh-huh. And um I think I stayed here. Hmm. Not real sure though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't really know. Did you do any drugs? Did that have anything to do with it? I, think I might have been stoned. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think I did. I just hung out here and just watch TV, played video games. Yeah, I took it easy. You know, I've been out and about. And then Saturday I went out got a little bonkers. Yeah, what'd you do? Went and saw the Bronx. Oh, okay. I know the Bronx. That's a good band. Yeah. I love, love an L.A. band. It's like, we're called the Bronx. Yeah. Deal with it. <laughs> Where'd they play? Uh, they were playing down. I, again, I, I placed it myself. And I'm like, oh, they're playing down at the Fonda. So I just walked down there. Man, how cool
0: is that that you can walk to good concerts?
1: There's like, all right, part of living by all the Hollywood clownery. Is at least like, yep. I would never, like when I live where you live, mm-hmm. it, which is only maybe two and a half miles away from it mm-hmm. all, I'd never go there.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Not a chance at all. You want to go to Hollywood? Fuck no. hmm But now, like, I could walk through, I'm like, yeah, I walked through all the ridiculousness.
0: You got the Fonda, you got, what is it, the, the Pantages? The, panages, the, pan-
1: the Pantages. Got the Pantages, if you like to take in a nice Broadway show. Uh-huh. Uh, is
0: that the one, what's the one right on Sunset? uh Music? And, uh, yeah. Theater?
1: Yeah. Oh, there's the El Capitan. There's Oh, no, on Sunset. you yeah, on Palladium, Sunset. The Palladium's Palladium. that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah thinking Palladium's of. got big old shows. You could walk there. Yeah, I can walk to Arcline. I can do all that stuff. Man. I see all those loonies down there. Yeah. But I did that, and I uh, I kind of got into uh it, And then I had a show that mm-hmm. I didn't have a good show, mm-hmm. but I felt good about it because I was like, I'm not going to do any jokes. It sounds very arrogant. <laughs> but I was like, I just wanted to like see where my mind goes. Okay. And it didn't go anywhere great, but I had, I, is that, like, do you think that's arrogant when you see a performer who, like, they're like, eh, you know what, I'm going to get weird on this one?
0: Well, it depends on the circumstances. This wasn't a Kyle Kinane headlining show. No, no, I just do so, a spot in like so, 10 minutes. So, yeah, I, I got no problem with, not goofing mm. off, like, not that I'm not taking it seriously, but, like, in-town spots, hey, this is... I I, I want to work some stuff out. I want to get weird.
1: Well, yeah. Or you got to go like, oh, here's the joke. I hope it were Here's you. I'm like, I, I, I don't have any of those mm-hmm. to tell you tonight. Mm-hmm.
0: What'd you talk I, about?
1: I don't remember. No. I kind of just being in the room. I was being in the moment. Where was the show? Downtown. Michael Mansoor's show. He's a nice dude. Hmm. But anyway, so that's what I did on Saturday. Would you? You were you were you were occupied?
0: Yeah, I've been uh, busy all weekend. Yeah. Uh, like I mentioned on the last episode, uh, my lady's mom passed away. Yeah. So that has been a uh, a big to do with with the family, and just mm-hmm. been her family lives down in Orange County. So I've been down there, kind of helping out, and mm-hmm. yeah, cooked a bunch of stuff
1: for them, babysitter, dad. You know, well, that's kind of like the best. You cook stuff, like, yeah. oh, you know what? I don't know what to say, but at least you got like here, food. Yeah, food will it's it's a temporary bandage, but.
0: That's that Southern Baptist in me. Like Southern Baptists, they solve all problems with food. Yeah,
1: well, that's also a thing. Like with funeral, people bring over casseroles and mm-hmm. stuff. I told you there's funeral potatoes. Yeah, funeral potatoes. <laughs> yeah, I guess I got to learn how to make those.
0: Yeah, and uh, did I? I don't think I mentioned this on the last episode because it was just starting to develop uh, off mic during that last episode. But I, I'm a, I'm a papa. I'm a proud papa. Oh boy, I'm gonna be a daddy.
1: Yeah, a dog dad. Yeah, yeah, You're not gonna be. Yeah, well, yeah, you got a small, yeah, baby dog.
0: Got a baby dog named Charlie. Little, well, little cute little Charlie, and it wasn't my idea. Am
1: of the cat's named Charlie already?
0: No, oh, Harvey. We got Harvey and Truman, and now we got Charlie. But uh, <laughs> a
1: lot of real uh, mid-century. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he looks like a little old man.
1: A lot of mid-century closeted homosexual <laughs> names for your pets over there.
0: Well, Harvey and Truman were that, were intentionally named that. Cause, uh, the, and though Harvey and Truman were Katie's cats before we uh, got together. But uh, she one is uh, Harvey Milk and one is Truman Capote, her, her, two, her two favorite gays. Okay. So she's, she's very pro-gay, which uh, I said, she's very pro-gay. <laughs> That's why we named
1: the cats after these uh, <laughs> queer fellas. Yeah.
0: But, uh,
1: what's what who's Charlie
0: then? <laughs> Charlie Well, Charlie just looks like an old man so uh, we're trying to come up with like we're gonna name him George. We're gonna name him Harold and uh, Charlie just looks like a Charlie. Mm. So uh, yeah, like a uh, I'll post a picture of it uh, of it. It's of, a cute of, dog, of, man. He's
1: a damn cute dog. He's I was gonna say bring it over here, but I forgot Rachel's allergic. Yeah, I was like yeah, bring that thing. He's so
0: tiny. He's so cute, and he's so chill. He doesn't do anything but just hang out. He doesn't bark. He doesn't yap. Yeah, he's you, not nervous. You wait
1: till you introduce him to two gay cats. <laughs> and see how they see how they take to it.
0: But he's a uh, he's he's a uh, teacup Chihuahua mix. Mixed with maybe dots and mixed with Lord knows what else, but uh short haired, brown little fella, floppy ears, got doesn't have the uh, little pointy Chihuahua ears, he's got like hound yeah. dog ears. Yeah, he's got big ears. And uh just a cute little goober man. So you I mean, got
1: that to keep you occupied.
0: Yeah, yeah. like I said, what might keep you yeah, out of trouble. Uh I like dogs. I I'm not ready for the commitment. I'm not, I don't think I'm ready to be a father. But uh you know, hey,
1: well, at least like the messes a small dog makes mm-hmm. are small messes, yeah, theoretically.
0: yeah and this is clearly uh, an emotionally impaired decision on Katie's well, part. Let's not put that uh, on the dog. Well, no it's, a, and it's not, and I, I'm not blaming her either, but like you know she I think two days two, two or three days after mom passed, she got this dog and it just kind of happened. It's not like she went out seeking a dog. Uh, long story short, a friend mm-hmm. of her father's um works at this place and one of the guys who works there was getting evicted and they the guy I guess the previous owner was like, Yeah, I guess I'm just gonna euthanize it. And then that guy was like, Well shit, don't do that. And then uh word got back to Katie and she's like, I'll take him. Guess I'll just Yeah. Put it down. Yeah, I'll put down this three pound, two month old, adorable little puppy. So he's two months. Cheaper to put down the small dogs. Yeah, I guess so. He's three pounds like he's – I mean, he's. I've eaten sandwiches. I was going to say, you've dog. made food. <laughs>
1: you, know, you know how to prepare this
0: dog. <laughs> but uh, he hasn't uh, – he had not come home yet. Katie's staying uh, down with her dad for a few days, just trying to, trying to take care of all the uh, funeral arrangements and stuff like that. So he's staying down there with her. So he hasn't met the catch yet, so – and i'll be i'm leaving uh, tonight so i won't yeah i, I look won't forward
1: to this i, I mean <laughs> i told and, Katie and,
0: that you said that that uh, that the cats are going to kill charlie and they she, might. she's very upset by that image they might yeah proud to, i haven't owned a dog in 20 years 20 years ago i had a adorable little like a little mutt he was like mm-hmm. a uh, he had the face of a black lab but the body of like a chihuahua Cocker Spaniel. It's like a little bitty black dog, just yeah. beautiful, named Tiger. And uh, I had Tiger for about three years. Tiger was the best little dog. And uh, I went yeah. to visit my folks one day, and my Sounds brother was like there. It's yeah. And my brother was changing his oil out in the driveway. And my dad said, Hey, be sure you put that oil up so the dog doesn't get in there. And my brother was like, Yeah, okay. And he didn't do it. And Tiger drank the motor oil. And I. So thanks, Jay. Thanks,
1: brother. I don't think uh. you blame your brother for, <laughs> for an animal drinking yeah, motor oil. I know. No,
0: I mean I'm just kidding. It's not his fault. But
1: how much motor oil do you
0: have to drink? I don't know. He got in there and lapped it up and died See, the next if, day. If
1: one little sip, you're not like, well, I shouldn't have more of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of on the dog. So I keep hearing that antifreeze is sweet. That's what you got to look out for. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But yeah, sorry, so, Tiger. <laughs> new new addition to the Stone household, Charlie, and uh, yeah, real cute. Let's get into the topic. We got
1: a topic today. Yeah, that'll. Well, it's been
0: about a month and a half. That'll smooth me out a little bit. Yeah, what
1: you want to talk about? Well, I thought this would be ghouls a,
0: and goblins. This would be a good, uh, a relevant one. Uh, in that, uh, yeah, tonight I start my journey. I'm going to drive from here to Pensacola, Florida, in about three days. And uh, I was thinking this the other day. This will be, when I set out tonight, this will be literally my 21st cross-country trip. And when I say cross-country, I mean L.A. to the eastern time zone. I've done that, or, or, or vice versa. I've done that. Done. This will be my 21st. Like a,
1: a, less, uh, like a less impressive sailor. Yeah. <laughs> I've traversed the Atlantic I mean, well, I've been through Oklahoma a <laughs> couple times <things> this year, <laughs> but like,
0: and that's not something that I'm necessarily bragging no, it, about. But, but but think about like, not a lot of people I, don't take. We've
1: we've, yeah. we've extolled the virtues of uh cross country travel and Ooh. being out in the car and enjoying the sights.
0: A lot so, of people have never done that once. This will be my 21st cross country trek.
1: So. Yeah, it's uh, it's springtime. Watch out for tornadoes. Yeah. Not that it's up to you, but it is tornado season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Well, I guess you're taking the uh, forty. You're going forty. You're going ten. No, I'm taking the ten.
0: I'll be Ooh, going the ten. Yeah, down through San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And
1: never uh, did a show in El Paso. You ever play in El Paso?
0: Uh, no, I always. I've stopped there twenty times. Uh, that's that's one of my stops mm-hmm. on the way back, or you know, depending on where I'm going. But uh, yeah, I always seem to stop right there in El Paso. Right there on the border. It's a border town.
1: Yeah, yeah. That yeah, that is uh, wild. That you could see. Mm-hmm. It's you crazy. See the wall. You see, like the. Well, how like the lack of electricity over yeah. there versus the it's stateside crazy one
0: but uh i want to talk about the i4 dead zone you ever heard of the i4 dead zone
1: kyle no
0: around the halfway point between daytona florida and orlando florida which is where i'll be going uh well i've already been there if you're listening to this but uh next week i'll be passing through orlando doing a show but between daytona and orlando oh, it's a very dangerous spot for drivers it's called the uh Um, looking at it right the i4 dead zone interstate four highway passes over the st john's river in seminole county and uh, at the south end of the interstate bridge is a quarter mile stretch that people have dubbed the dead zone now why do they call it that well all kind of crazy shit happens in this quarter mile stretch little bitty stretch of highway all this crazy shit's happened well there's not an exact number but uh, researchers believe that there's somewhere between 1,500 and 2,000 auto accidents have happened there since the opening of the highway back in 1963. Oh, dang. Yeah. Unfortunately, many of those uh, resulted in deaths. Um, about 440 accidents happened at that location between 99 and 06. So in a seven-year span, 440 accidents. And we're not talking about on a major freeway. We're talking about a quarter-mile stretch. 440 accidents in seven years. That's insane, and in this river
1: here, right by the Central Florida Zoo and Botanical Gardens. If anybody needs a reference,
0: and in just a twenty-month, twenty-four-month period uh, between ninety-five and ninety-seven, there was a staggering forty-four accidents that resulted in sixty-five injuries. So, uh, just all kind, and that's just the tip of it, man. Just the the wrecks, but what's going on?
1: Well, there's all kind of theories.
0: Okay. Well, here's let me give you a little background. Back in the eighteen eighties. Uh, that whole area was nothing but wilderness. But been, uh, but in 1886, a railroad station was built, and there was an attempt to begin a Roman Catholic colony called St. Joseph's Colony. The owner of the land, this guy named Henry Sanford, he thought that he could get some German immigrants to fill the colony. But after just four immigrant families moved there, his efforts to establish a thriving Catholic colony ended. Uh, just couldn't get it off the ground. A year later... There was an outbreak of yellow fever. That was a big thing.
1: Catholicism doesn't work in the South because we never employed fans. See, Baptists always have fans, and that's how <laughs> they can get through the service. We never had a fan in our church. That's true. They never gave out church fans. Yep. People are like, this is too boring and it's hot. We're not going <laughs> to do this here. Uh,
0: a year later, there's an outbreak of yellow fever. I don't really know. I think that's uh, caused or carried by uh, mosquitoes. Oh, I'll, I'll, uh-huh. I'll look it up. But uh, it claimed the lives of one of the immigrant families. There was a uh, husband and wife and two kids. Um, So all four of them died of yellow fever. There was so much fear uh, in the colony that uh, others would contract yellow fever that uh, the four bodies were taken to the woods and burned. And uh, the priest, by the way, who was living in the colony, he had to go to Tampa to minister some other yellow fever victims but unfortunately three days after arriving uh, in tampa that priest also died so there was no priest to tend to think of a
1: disease spread by mosquitoes and you're in florida yeah just give it to yourself at that point yeah i mean you're gonna get it waiting around guessing (laughs) just give it just give it to me Uh, So when this
0: family died. It's like herpes at uh, Coachella. (laughs) Just uh, just give it to me already, so I'm not guessing. (laughs) There was no priest around to handle any of uh, the funeral-type stuff. So um, when they passed away, they they were just buried without any ceremony, any nothing. So they just buried them in this little field right there uh, in Sanford, Florida. By 1890, the colony had developed into a rural town named Lake Monroe. That's when a guy named D.V. Warren, he bought the land north of the railroad. He cleared out the area so he could do some farming, but he left the little bitty cemetery untouched where the four bodies, they marked it with four crosses. So uh, he turned that into mm-hmm. farmland, but he did not mess with the the little space where the mm-hmm. uh, four bodies were buried. The graves looked like an island kind of in the middle of this cultivated farmland. And over time, uh, the names on the wooden markers were erased by nature and, yeah. and whatever. Uh Warren sold the land to this guy named Albert Hawkins in 1905. Now here's where it starts to get crazy. Um, Hawkins had leased the land to other farmers, but he was always he always asked them not to touch or mess with the burial site of those four bodies. Yeah. However, one farmer ignored the warning, and he attempted to remove the wire fence around the graves. Uh, the very same day, that guy's house burned down. Well, yeah, so
1: yeah, that one coming.
0: <laughs> and, and Hawkins himself. He didn't learn from that other farmer's misfortune. Uh, he himself had a home that was located right at the edge of the field. One day it burned down uh, because he was trying to remove the rotting wooden markers from the grave. So he's, he's trying to remove these markers from the grave. But his it's house it's
1: burning your shit down. Yeah,
0: his house burned down. So, uh, yeah, man. And uh, his neighbors told him that they had seen strange lights around the graves at night. Yeah. Um, yeah, they named I'm that area. this
1: little area, Lake Monroe and everything.
0: They, they named it Field of the Dead. Um, yeah,
1: field's a bit much for four.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, fast forward uh, about 50 years, uh, 1950s, there was a young boy who was playing uh, around the graves and was messing with the, uh, the the wooden markers and everything. That night, walking home, he got struck by a car and killed. So there's, I mean, just all kind of crazy.
1: I don't know if it's cursed or whatever. Um Is there anything to the Interstate 4 being named that? It's four, four bodies. I'm just saying. No, I didn't think of that. just saying. I'm putting it together. (laughs) All
0: right, speaking of Interstate 4, this is where the interstate comes into play. Uh, The government uh, bought that property back in 1959 for the purpose of building I-4. The four graves were supposed to be relocated to another area, but they never were. Uh, The surveyors of the land decided that the graves were very old. They felt it was best, uh, as well as beneficial to construction, uh, to ignore the graves and just build over them. One of the engineers was even quoted as saying, it's not an ancient Indian burial ground or anything. They're just a few old bones. Uh, (laughs) Their choice not to relocate the graves would be one of the worst decisions that they could make because uh, it gets worse. All right. now, Okay, now this part, I don't know if this is a coincidence or... Some people have tried to uh, tie this into the curse of I-4, but uh, September 1960, uh, right when they were breaking ground on uh, another part right there, they were doing some – they were trying to build I-4, but Mm -hmm. I think they had some of it established, but they were working on this new off-ramp or something. But the day that they broke ground on that part – They were supposed to raise – they were going to dig up these graves. Yeah. The exact same day, uh, a powerful storm named Hurricane Donna came through and hammered the entire southern region of Florida. Hurricane was on its way to the Gulf of Mexico, but suddenly and unexpectedly it changed course towards the exact location of uh, the dead zone there. Yeah. the eye of the hurricane passed directly over the gravesites at exactly midnight on the night of September 10th, 1960. The damage from the storm delayed the construction of the highway for almost a month. So, I, you know, I don't know if this curse or whatever can alter the paths of hurricanes. But in 2004, another major storm named Hurricane Charlie took almost the exact same route as Hurricane Donna had. Hurricane Charlie... Uh, it passed.
1: Well, I lost my notes here. Um, I mean, I, I, hurricanes are big, though. Yeah. It's not like a
0: tornado. It, it passed directly over the four uh, the graves as well. Um, what's even more eerie to some people, they say the construction happening around the graves uh, right before. the They started construction that day right before the hurricane passed. It seemed as though something or someone didn't want the disturbing uh, disturbing the rest place of these four bodies. So, like, all right, so you got within 50 years, 45, 50 years of each other, you got two major hurricanes that initially weren't supposed to pass through there, passed right over this area on the exact same day that construction was being done on that
1: area. Oh, uh, it was twice that happened? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Hurricane Donna and Hurricane Charlie. Donna back in 1960, Charlie in 2004— both times not supposed to go through that area the hurricanes but both times the day that they were doing construction around those graves uh,
1: the hurricane came and just destroyed that area. You could take a trail to it Oh yeah Sir Henry's haunted trail you gonna do that I might
0: I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna go see it like I'm gonna drive right there and see what's up because I've, I've got a show in uh, Winter Park Florida right outside of uh, Orlando
1: Oh no never mind this is some. to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price price line
0: there's other crazy stuff going on there one common claim is that cell phones radios cbs they all stop working when people drive over the dead zone Others have claimed to have he- heard static or the sound of children laughing coming from their electronic devices. They've also heard uh, disembodied voices, such as a person asking who's there.
1: What's a disembodied voice? Is just a voice that you hear and there's no body to it? I think so. Is just somebody around a corner? Yeah. A disembodied, so like, oh, disembodied voice. Hey, he's over there.
0: Well, like right now, we're the only people in this apartment. But if we heard a voice, you know, <clears throat> if
1: I go behind that wall and I'm Dave, I'm a disembodied voice. <laughs> it's not like it's the. You know, no, but if there's somebody it's, it's linguistically it's misleading. <laughs> mm-hmm. Look at me, I'm a bodied voice. I'm a disembodied voice. People have heard uh, children
0: laughing in that area, uh, disembodied voices saying "Who's there?" and "Why?" Uh, but when drivers respond to their respond to their devices, uh, nobody answers on the other end. Some people have even claimed to have heard the sounds of snarling or growling coming from their radios. And uh, what's even weirder is the fact that there are no cell phone or radio antennas in that area. So I don't know where these are. The uh, cracker
1: barrel off uh, I-4 there. Oh, yeah. So if you need to do that. Yeah, I probably will definitely.
0: Need That's to do after that. you
1: get over the river. If you make it, mm-hmm. there's a cracker barrel waiting for you. <laughs> you uh, go go s- celebrate your, your victory of surviving the I-4 dead zone with some microwave green beans.
0: <laughs> now, other people have reported seeing... Ghost cars, uh, shadow people, ghostly apparitions uh, of, of hitchhikers, um, crazy fog that comes out of nowhere. All right, here's a story. 1994, this lady named Susie Thompson, she's driving on I-4 near the dead zone. Her car breaks down, so she gets out. She starts walking towards a gas station, right? Went out of nowhere, an 18-wheeler stopped beside her the passenger door opened mm-hmm. and the driver said, "Come on in Susie and she didn't think about how weird that was till after the fact in the <laughs> in the moment she, she says she didn't it didn't hit her but after the fact she's like, how the hell did that guy know my name guy, trucker opens the passenger side door come on in Susie and uh, she said the interior of the truck looked outdated and that the driver was wearing a uniform. Like a uniform mm-hmm. and a hat, which is uncommon for, for modern-day truck drivers. Like, you know, if you're driving, like, you know, a gas truck or a milk truck, maybe you're yeah. maybe you're wearing a, uh, a uniform. But this was an 18-wheeler. The guy was wearing an outdated uniform. Uh, he drove her a few miles to the gas station. He dropped her off. As she exited the truck, she took a few steps toward the gas station, turned around to wave goodbye. Oh, she, got, she got large-marged? She got large-marged truck was gone large market. how crazy is that what's it's, that all about
1: it's right by a place called leisure world uh-huh and uh leisure world is where it's uh what is this place it's <laughs> where you go modern destination for the ageless generation uh-oh
0: what does that mean i think it's just a mobile home park oh, but i okay.
1: like that it's called leisure world
0: yeah I thought they sold leisure suits, like old-timey, outdated clothes. they
1: might. Well, because then there's a Leisure World park, but then I looked up a Leisure World website, and Leisure World is a – this is its own thing. Now this is like a Leisure World that's not part of the website. Like they got uh, unsanctioned by the Leisure World people, and now you've got a a free-running Leisure World down in Florida, which maybe they take – I bet it's nudist. I have no basis for saying that, other than Leisure World. There's, there's got to be a lot of nudist colonies in Florida, right? You
0: would imagine, yeah.
1: Did you get into that life?
0: Did I get into that? Would you get
1: into that life? You I see it per- as a possibility for your future.
0: Did I ever tell you I performed at a nudist colony? Did you colony? do? I
1: remember hearing about people performing no. at the ones down in Atlanta or in Georgia somewhere. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was uh, Gilbert was telling me. Yeah, about Yeah,
0: I think he was at the same show.
1: What do you do? You just do your set. Like you make a cub, like hey, I see your dick, and then just do your show.
0: Just did ten minutes, and you know, tried not to make the same jokes everybody else made. But the yeah. the comics were encouraged to perform nude. The guy in front of me was nude. Were you the, nude? The comic? No, I didn't. No, but uh, the I had to had to follow a naked guy. But uh, and by the way, like it's it's not as fun as your twelve year old no, mind might. No, uh, I've been
1: making the joke that ugh. it's never like young people aren't going to be nude. Fashion is such an important part. To being in your 20s and 30s. Yeah. You got you got let people know who you are by your choices and clothing. But when you're old and shit doesn't fit in, like... That's not... I like, think you're, like, you're nudist just because you want to be, like, scooping these body parts into pants. Ugh. You're scooping your old balls into boxer briefs every morning. Like, no, I'm going to get a golf cart and drink light beer and drive around my dick out. I'll do that now. I don't care. It sounds terrible. No way, man.
0: Like, even if I had a great body like just i don't know you gotta you're sweating all over everything and
1: i'm doing that now and then it's my clothes are then my clothes are sticking to me no there's nothing appealing to that about no i people make the mistake of thinking it's a sexual thing and it's i think it's just more ease of lifestyle you get a tom you put a towel down on a seat when you're using a seat in a place like that i'm sure that's a faux pas to just sit with your fucking with your star kissing it you put down you put down a you put down a towel everywhere. Loincloth. Loincloth. Really?
0: Like people just A cloth for your loins. It's there's gotta be something going on. It it it's gotta be something more than just this is comfortable. Like I'll look it up. Sweatpants are fucking comfortable. Just wear sweatpants and a tank top. That's comfortable. I do now.
1: And I'm upset. But how that.
0: I don't understand how being naked is more comfortable than that. Because America's greatest nude resort
1: nude resorts, baby.
0: Ugh. Well, how we get started talking on that. But,
1: um. uh, yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, a bunch of people died on this Florida highway. Oh, well, yeah. Because they plowed over a graveyard is because it it's Florida. Well, oh, see, Cypress Cove News Resort Kissimmee, Florida Kissimmee, whatever Kissimmee. Wait. Okay. American Association for Nude Recreation. Here we go. The AANR. <laughs> American Association. You got anything else for this highway? Before I go, that's before I it. deep dive on the rules of being uh, nah, naked. That's about it. I'm gonna join this club right now. <laughs> I'm gonna find out. Um. Advocacy community. Member benefits. <laughs> I can see your dick. That's the benefit. About it. Let me see. Nudism fact. Nudist rights. Le- there's a nudist colony in Palm Springs. Do you know that? And that's that makes why sense. There's a bridge that has, like, it's, like, blocked off, and it's so people from can get over the street from the nudist. Like, it's on uh. both sides of the highway, and that one bridge has, like, panels on it.
0: Really? Right there on the, uh, was that the yeah <laughs>
1: In in town, like the main strip oh, going okay. through Palm Springs, like there's like it's on both sides of the main street. Ah, nudist family values. Ah, come on, don't do that.
0: Yeah, come on.
1: First visit to a nudist resort. Let's find out. Um, <laughs> you want a hat? Oh, that, see, that's, see and that goes it, against uh,
0: their thing, right? Are they allowed to wear hats?
1: Well, you gotta like call, you gotta be, uh, worry about skin protection. But then they have like parents hanging out with getting... their kids on this website. No, no, I don't um, like where I'm at. No, now. that's not good. I don't like where this is. See, that, I mean, like I get that it's not sexual, but you, you don't. I don't want kids around. What do you do with a weird? What do you do with just a rando boner? Deal with it. But if there's kids around, oh yeah. Like, yes. oh, I got to run. Is there, like, shame curtains where you hide? No, mm-hmm. I got I got all kinds of questions. Yeah, Adults only. That's what I want. <laughs> These are, let's see. What we got. I'm going to just give you locations of the top. For, for, according to Thrillist, Kissimmee, Ridgeway, Colorado, Palmerton, Pennsylvania, Palm Springs, Terracotta Inn. That's what I'm talking about. Huh. <laughs> expect hunting, expect honeymooning couples, and a stunning view of the San Jacinto Mountains. Yeah, that's the view. Crossville, Tennessee, Dawsonville, Georgia—is that the one you went to? That's Paradise the one Valley. I went
0: to. That's the one I went to, Dawsonville. Paradise Georgia. Valley Resort and Club, birthplace of Bill Elliott.
1: Awesome Bill from Dawsonville. Who's that?
0: NASCAR driver.
1: Every month is packed with theme parties like naughty schoolgirl and the even more titillating chili cook-off. Oh god. All right, Dave. <laughs> you get to win. You get to you, like you know you're going to win. Uh-huh. Of everybody that's cooking chili, where do you think you rank in percentile? Oh, of I'm, chili I'm, cookers across the globe. I'm way up there. Yeah. Okay, top 5? Yeah. Top All 5%. Top yeah. 5%. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Of those top 5 that they're all meeting at uh-huh. Paradise Valley Resort and Club for chili cookoff. You can win the title.
0: Do I have to be nude? Yes. Ugh.
1: That's see. Now you got health codes. So forget about it. you're at. The, 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 you're already Nudist Resort has already handled all that. They're already. You put a little rubber glove on your dick and watch. <laughs> <laughs> Just looks like you fucked the hamburger helper thing to death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I used to have a joke. Like, I jerk off so much, women don't do it for me, but a Hamburger Helper commercial gets me real hard.
0: A <laughs> little face, that little hand had the face. I'll give you something to help. <laughs> I don't know why they call it Hamburger Helper. It works just <laughs> fine <laughs> by <laughs> itself.
1: I don't, know, Clark. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, chili cook-off. For the, all the marbles.
0: <coughs> talk about two things that do not go together. Nudity mm-hmm. and cooking chili. That's, you got splatters. That's a
1: challenge you need to get. Oh, Splash I'm back. sure you can wear an apron.
0: Okay. If I can wear an apron, I'll go do it.
1: Just an apron. <laughs>
0: just, short. I, I'll it's even, a short one. I'll even cut a hole in the well, in that the d- No,
1: it's just short, so it like yeah. peaks out of the bottom. It's like the... It's like the Reverse direction of that. Uh, what's that guy with the hands and the nose that hangs over things? <laughs> it's the, it's the opposite of that. What do they uh, call that guy? I don't know. I know who you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> it's it's not grimy. I don't uh, know his name. No, I need to know.
0: Yeah, I just don't yeah. understand that at all. Like, And I'm sure we're offending somebody. Wow.
1: Nudist? Well, we're ostracizing our nudist listeners? Yeah. I'm not. I'm up. A- I said do it. Yeah. Gil- Gilroy. Is it Gilroy? <laughs> Kilroy. That's what it is. Kill Kilroy. Him. Yeah. This, so you do. <laughs> you give him the reverse Kilroy mm-hmm. with a tiny apron. Give him the reverse Kilroy. <laughs> that's what you do. <laughs>
0: Oh, gross. Do you what do if, it?
1: Do you do it then? Do they
0: shame? I wonder if they put a... Uh, I don't think they shame anybody. They're I wonder nudists. if they put an emphasis on physical fitness. Like, if you're in a nudist colony and then you just got no. some fucking morbidly obese No, because the whole thing up. is
1: about being okay with your body. Being
0: okay with a standard body.
1: Well, Caliente, Tampa, and Land O'Lakes, Florida, says if you want access to the 400 square... Blah, 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 blah where everyone definitely looks like a Playboy bunny. You have two options, pay for a daily pass or commit to a hefty annual membership fee. So this place is saying they are good looking. Hmm. The one, Sea Mountain Resort, Sea Mountain. And they have a myriad of activities. Horseback riding? No. That, that seems, hmm. No. The lavish pools are open 24 hours a day and evenings are often marked by a sex-charged DJ dancing. Of course. <laughs> like some of them are probably about fucking. Like there's like topless uh, options in Vegas and everything. Yeah. And I wouldn't I would I would rather be in a nudist colony filled with just a bunch of fucking chunkers. You know, where everybody's just feeling good about themselves. You're not nude because it's sexy. It can be, but you're nude because like, yeah, clothes are a
0: drag. Huh? Yeah, I guess I'm just.
1: What are you going to do tomorrow night? Oh, I'm going to go to a chili cook-off. Bet you these. Bet you, the. I bet you the Palms in Vegas doesn't have a chili cook-off poolside. But also, no, a bunch of rubbery tits. Where do you put over tanned f- rubbery? You put tits. your
0: phone in your keys. I need a. I need pockets. That's an old Seinfeld bit oh about people don't like being naked because it's final. You know, it's <laughs> like this is it. It's like if we could put like little pockets there, at least you could put your
1: hands in your pockets and be like, okay. And stand with your hands on your hips. Put them. In, you get. You have your towel. You have a bag with you at all times. Yeah, I need pockets. All right, I'll make you some jean shorts. It's just the pockets. Just it's the, the pockets. belt and the pockets. <laughs> <laughs> you just like, wear a tool belt. Like a tool belt. <laughs> yeah, you just wear a tool like belt a holster. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: gross.
1: So no. So no chili cookoff.
0: Uh, I mean, is there a prize? Do I win money?
1: You can put your clothes back on.
0: Yeah, that's the prize.
1: I do see what this chili cook-off is all about. Think about how easy it'd be to win that one, because you're really only going up against nudists making chili. Yeah. Not the best chili makers, yeah. just nudists.
0: Uh-huh. Gotta be a beans or no beans joke in there somewhere. <laughs>
1: I'm just gonna Google nude chili cook-off. No, don't do that. I already did it. Let me give a <laughs> 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 There, <laughs> the <laughs> there, there's so much more that came up than I ever thought. First one is the East Coast Nude Chili Cookoff. That's a that's a Facebook event. <laughs> uh, well, last one of those was in uh, 2014 at the Serendipity Park Nudist Resort. So there was a nude chili cook. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, chili cook-off and lunch from the website I was just on American Association for Nude Recreation oh this one's in Washington then there's a video that says drunk naked old lady at 2010 DC 101 chili cook-off uh, the burning man of course there's eat chili be naked that's that's more back to the East Coast apparently it's East Coast nude chili cook-off hmm.
0: eat chili be naked Stay home.
1: <laughs> the Will County Chili Cook Off, and they spelled chili with two L's.
0: Maybe because it's chill. No
1: nudity, lewdness, or skull-dudgery.
0: <laughs> What's skull-dudgery?
1: A combination of nudity and lewdness. Nudeness. Hmm. It's Will County Fair, yeah. Oh, wow. Cooking rules. You must be willing to taste your own chili. Well, Yeah. Maybe that's because they don't want you throwing some uh, riffraff in there. Hmm. You stir it with your dick? Maybe. Look at these rules. No firearms, dynamite, or explosives of any kind. Where the fuck is this? That's well, Will County, <laughs> Illinois. And that's why you guys get all the tornadoes. You fucking maniacs. All right, well, we learned something. Yeah, there <laughs> we go. Sorry, I didn't mean to step on okay. the the p- fact that a bunch of people die on this high. Are you driving on this highway, Dave? Yeah,
0: yeah I'm doing.
1: Well, I'll, be I'll careful away. for fuck's sake. Yeah, I'll be all right. Look out. I'll be okay. Stop Please. by uh, one of these nudist colonies. Hey, I got a
0: quick. I don't have a recipe today. I got a sandwich hack. Mm,
1: it's just a rest. Just now, all your recipes are nude recipes. Yeah. Mm. Sandwich hack. This. I mean, this isn't much, but. <clears throat> It took Sometimes me, I use meat and the bread is in the middle.
0: Took me 41 years to figure this out. All right, the other day I got a uh, Jersey Mike's. Get the giant.
1: Love a Jersey Mike's. Get the Still giant not one. eating meat, but I love Jersey Mike's. Tell them to go easy on the oil. They always go ape shit on the lubricants and the and the vinegar. Way yeah. too much vinegar. They, go, they to, don't know they don't know how to bridle their uh, liquids no, over at no. Jersey Mike's.
0: Great point. Because I'll go. I like vinegar. Bridle your fluids. I always get no vinegar now because they, they put too much damn vinegar on it. But uh, I always get the big one, and I always got leftover, mm-hmm. Believe it or not, there's leftovers. And uh, but leftover sandwiches are difficult, especially mm-hmm. Jersey Mike's, where they put too much oil and vinegar on that shit. Because if you wrap it up, if you wrap up the leftovers in the in the paper, soggy bread, in the paper they gave you, yeah. so- soggy ass bread. Yeah, take that sandwich out, wrap it up again in aluminum foil. Boom. Now, <laughs> now the inside of the bread you can't do nothing about that, but the bottom's gonna be dry as a bone. Be nice.
1: Why? So, what's the foot? Why? Why does foil do that?
0: Well, or anything other than the bread, it, or the paper. Because oh, the in.
1: bread, the paper gets wet, and it the makes paper
0: came in. It's been dripping oil for an hour, so when you're done eating what you're going to eat, take the rest your, off of that paper. That's what your it, recipe. That's, that's my recipe. Wrap your yeah. sandwich you bought somewhere <laughs> my, else. My in sandwich wrap. Wrap your leftovers <laughs> in aluminum foil and throw out the uh, butcher paper, whatever it came in, because that shit's just going to make the bread soggy. So there you go.
1: I wonder if there's a conspiracy to nudist colonies in and of themselves. Hmm. Like, oh yeah, there's like, there's
0: something going on there.
1: But like they know something we don't. Like that's the first step towards true freedom. That's mm-hmm. the first step towards becoming an advanced species is getting over these hang-ups about our bodies.
0: We are the only species that wear clothes. That is I've thought about that before. Like
1: I mean the functionality's nice. Yeah. But yeah, we'll get we'll get over this shit. Maybe that's what I got. Maybe I'm going to read about the the nudist rules. Because we associate nudity with with sex, hmm. I think. Yeah. And these people are like, no, it's just... who need the, We don't need these things.
0: Yeah, but also, I don't want to see your flip-flopping genitals. <clears throat> but my thing, like... Or the other parts of your body.
1: But so, somebody else made a joke about this years ago, and I thought it made sense, and I can't... It was like a local in Chicago about how... Oh, you wash your hands after you go pee? He's like, why? That's the cleanest part of my body. It's been contained in my clothes all day. I wash my hands before I go pee because my hands have touched everything. My hands are filthy. Yeah. And we shake hands. We high-five. We eat with our hands. Yeah. My dick and balls are the cleanest thing on my body at any given time. I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. Dick and balls. Yeah, your old dick and balls. Your old Dean Bees. you Your old Dave and Busters. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's what Dave and Busters means. Uh-huh. That's my Dave and Busters. Yeah.
0: Digging balls. <laughs> Eddie and the Cruisers.
1: Gladys Knight and the Pips. <laughs> oh, man. Well. Good time. Well, you got to get ready to drive to Pensacola. Yeah. Where is, it? is it Panhandle? Where's Pensacola? Mm-hmm.
0: Panhandle. Birthday shout-out. Zach Slusher turns 37 today. Fayetteville, Arkansas. Zach's a good dude.
1: Fayetteville, good mountain biking. Planning to be out there soon.
0: Zach's a comic based out of Fayetteville. You may or may not. You've met him, I think. I mean, Zach? Yeah, yeah, he's a good dude. He said, ah, I'm joking, but my birthday's today. So I was like, yeah, Zach, you're joking. But happy birthday. No, he's good to have been on this podcast, met his dogs. Now oh, you're a dog owner. Yeah, we're fellow dog owners now. Uh, let me go ahead and plug some dates tonight. I'll be in Chattanooga, Tennessee at JJ's Bohemia you even know when this comes they, out? Yeah, I know when this comes out. This comes to, Today's May 28th, Kyle. Uh, oh. Tomorrow I'm in Nashville at Third Coast, Third Coast Comedy Club. Uh, Thursday, Knoxville. I think it's Loft 221. I didn't double-check that. I'm in Knoxville somewhere. I think it's Loft 221 or 221 Loft or something like that. It's on my website. Uh, Friday, Bristol, Virginia at Quaker Steak and Lube. I'm excited to go to Quaker Steak and Lube.
1: That's a chain.
0: Oh, is it? they got a few of those, right? I I didn't know. And Atlanta, uh, Saturday i will be in Atlanta at Highland Inn Ballroom. So come on out to that.
1: Highland Inn's got a space in there?
0: Yeah, they got the ballroom in the basement. Done a lot of shows down there. Pretty cool.
1: Pretty cool. I never saw the basement of that place. Haunted haunted Highland Inn. Like, you know, in the very front when you
0: walk up those few (coughs) stairs? Sure do, yeah. To the left of that, you walk down some stairs. Oh,
1: I thought it was like a restaurant bar kind of thing down there. Oh, okay. The Haunted Highland Inn. That'll Mm -hmm. be a fun one. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, Chattanooga tonight, Nashville, Knoxville, Bristol, Atlanta, the rest of the week. So come holler at your boy, bring snacks, we'll barter, we'll trade. Wear clothes, though.
1: No way. I'm playing Huntington Beach. Don't wear nothing. <laughs> <laughs> playing Huntington Beach rec room Saturday night, and I'm trying to come up with a new hour. And if you want to show up nude, just be careful. It's a family fun zone. But if you abide by the yeah, AA American Association of uh, Recreational Nudities uh, rules, We should all be fine. Yep. Okay. Ah. Anything else? Anything special?
0: Yeah, I think I'm okay now.
1: All right, you drive safe out there, buddy. All right, buddy. The Boogie Monster.